This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 974, 10 Things You Should Know About Being in a Relationship with an HSP, part one, by Lisa Petsinis of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks a lot for joining me on this fine Monday morning. I am your host, Greg Audino, here to help you get a good start to your week. And to help me do that is no other than Lisa Petsinis, one of the fine and talented folks from Highly Sensitive Refuge which is one of the biggest support centers for highly sensitive people. Between today's episode and tomorrow's, Lisa is going to fill us in on what we should expect when dating or in a relationship with an HSP. There's a lot to get through, though, so let's get into her post right now and start optimizing your life. 10 Things You Should Know About Being in a Relationship with an HSP Part 1 by Lisa Petsinis of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. HSPs are highly lovable, not high maintenance. As unique individuals, we all approach dating and relationships with different personalities, preferences, backgrounds, and ways of doing things. Sometimes we're even wired differently. Some of us are highly sensitive people. What does being a highly sensitive person mean exactly? Well, it means that you have an innate trait and not a disorder in which you are acutely affected by the environment and have highly attuned senses. Your central nervous system is amped up, always taking in information and stimuli in a variety of ways, and often overstimulated by it. Being highly sensitive is a survival advantage. While this may sound negative, being a highly sensitive person is actually a survival advantage. According to Dr. Elaine Aron, an expert and pioneer in highly sensitive people, 20% of the population is highly sensitive, men and women equally. That's enough to know that you're in good company, but not common enough that you're generally understood. Frankly, it's hard to understand what being highly sensitive means when you're not the one experiencing it. This fact can make relationships a little tricky for you at times. Dr. Aaron's data also shows that approximately 34% of love relationships involve at least one highly sensitive person with the HSP usually being the unhappy one of the pair. That's because highly sensitive people may feel extra stressed or disappointed when their needs go unmet in a relationship. And sadly, many highly sensitive people feel misunderstood or worse, like they're the problem for others, even unlovable at times. Sometimes labeled as picky and overly emotional, HSPs struggle because they're keenly aware of their surroundings and, well, feeling different. But you know what? Different is fabulous, and high sensitivity can be an asset in any relationship. So if you're a highly sensitive person, stop feeling alone in this matter 
and thinking of yourself as high maintenance. And if you love a highly sensitive person, here are 10 things you should know. If you're in a relationship with an HSP. Number one, HSPs feel deeply. At times, highly sensitive people feel others' emotions as intensely as their own. Yes, they may cry easily when watching movies or reading books. It's like they're living in the character's life, fully taking in the experiences as if it were their own. When we walk into a room or are with the people we care about, we often sense what they need even before they do. Remember that being emotional is not being irrational. In fact, there's a growing body of evidence that suggests that emotional intelligence leads to better decision-making. So, if you can't handle tears or jubilation, you're with the wrong person. Don't call your highly sensitive partner emotional or moody. Instead, see their empathy as a gift and an innate ability to be there for people in need. They'll be there for you when you're down or confused. And when you've hit a high, they'll be elated along with you too. Number two, HSPs have acute hearing. They may even hear things others don't, hear them more intensely. This includes sounds of bubblegum chewing, the rattling of keys, or background noise when they're trying to concentrate. As a highly sensitive person myself, I remember so clearly the time the house alarm system malfunctioned, and the alarm rang for two hours straight until I finally ripped the wires apart in desperation. I thought I would die from the shrillness and force of the sound. The neighborhood dogs and I suffered profusely that night. But just as a highly sensitive person's acute hearing can bring discomfort, it can be a blessing. Think Wolverine. This superhero can hear at a much greater distance than regular humans. In fact, his hearing is so fine that he can use it to react more quickly and gain knowledge sooner than others, even using it as a lie detector. Aside from the practical survival advantages, the HSP's super-sensitive ears allow them to enjoy fine symphonies and soulful ballads. They will melt if you write them a song on your guitar. But do your highly sensitive partner a favor and try not to startle him or her, unless you want them jumping into your arms. Number 3. HSPs can have delicate taste buds and food sensitivities. Highly sensitive people may have very specific tastes in foods and have food sensitivities too. Imagine not being able to eat anything you want and seeing others delight in a buttery lobster or perfectly al dente wheat pasta. For an HSP, a lemon may taste excessively sour and arugula excessively bitter. But oh, will they revel in the sweetness of one single square of dark chocolate and your kisses that will never be enough. Be warned, they probably do not wish to discuss or be reminded of their perceived food issues at every meal. They'll eat what they can and want to, and that's that. And please don't fret if they seem to make dinner dates more complicated. Just call ahead and make sure there's at least one item on the menu your HSP partner can enjoy. Number 4. HSPs may have an enhanced sense of smell. If you're dating an HSP, they may sometimes be shy in bringing up scent sensitivities to you. Your highly sensitive partner doesn't want to come across as rude, but maybe your girlfriend really can't take that new soap you bought or your boyfriend dislikes the overly sweet smell of your shampoo. And if the smell of cooking chicken makes your sweetie gag, there's probably something wrong with it, and you'd better not eat it either. Their oral factory system is on alert for danger, and you'll benefit from that too. That said, their noses are also meant for enjoyment. Their pheromones have been called to a higher duty. Get the fragrance right, and you'll be in for a passionate night. To be continued...
You just listened to part one of the post titled, 10 Things You Should Know About Being in a Relationship with an HSP, by Lisa Petsinis of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. And a big thanks to Lisa for a great beginning of this post. Really excited to share the rest tomorrow. I'll have more commentary after we wrap up tomorrow. But already we're seeing the intricacies that an HSP can have across the board. And that's in addition to their own nuances that have nothing to do with them being highly sensitive. This really encourages people in relationships with HSPs to get to know them fully and be fully investigative of what makes them tick and how to support them. But just a reminder to end on, this is something we should be doing anyway. You know, while dating an HSP might make it difficult to avoid such a thing, it's not something we should be avoiding anyway if we are committed partners. Doing this type of work to know your partner, and more importantly doing so to learn how to support them in unique ways, is really imperative needless to say. More tomorrow though everybody, be sure to come on back for the Tuesday show where we will wrap this one up, that's where your optimal life awaits.